Okay, so you have a small business that you need to market, but you're not a marketer. So now what? Where do you start and what are you even supposed to do? Well, meet Engie. Engie is marketing software that simplifies marketing for small business owners. You can plan, organize, and get your marketing out the door and in front of your next customers fast. The best news? Engie is turning one on May 8th, so you can make marketing way more manageable for yourself for only $19 a month for your first year with the code BDAY. But don't wait. This offer ends on May 31st. Okay podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Welker, and I am here to make this business shit just a little less scary. <laughs> that was so dorky. Um, but thanks so much to everyone who listened to last week's episode with my work wife, Taylor Sterling. It's always a lot of fun to chat with someone who you're so comfortable with and you spend so much of your day-to-day with, even if it's virtually. I had a good amount of you guys reach out and commiserate about dealing with being an introvert and a business owner, and honestly, I really loved that. I know personally for me, it's it's always amazing to connect with other women who feel the same way that I do and make me feel a little bit less like a weirdo because we're all fucking weirdos, right? <laughs> But what I learned from the feedback I got last week is that so many of you are in the same boat when it comes to struggling with running a creative business and being an introverted human. So I thought for this week's mini-sew to be a good time to dive into some tips for networking like an extrovert when you're really an introvert. Okay, so technically, according to Myers-Briggs, I am an ESTJ, the executive, which, I mean, it makes sense given my my line of work. Um, I appreciate tradition and I'm good at creating order. But I've taken this test multiple times in my career. And, you know, while the results are always the same, I'm honestly always surprised to fall on the extroverted scale. I definitely do not consider myself an extrovert in real day-to-day life. I've always kind of chalked this up to feeling confident in my work because, you know, I'm confident in my abilities and my career path. But when it comes to social situations and just life in general, I'm definitely much more introverted. I really love being alone (laughs) or, you know, with my core group of people. And even then, I need a refresh period. I mean, Taylor and I have talked about this a lot, but we both need regroup periods after hanging out with our own kids. That's how introverted we are. I would much rather stay home than go out to a big event. And so this in turn also means that I absolutely hate networking. Yeah, I said it. Networking sucks. (laughs) The thought of going to an event where I know absolutely no one and have to make small talk is probably one of my least favorite things in the world. But and I hate this as much as you do, 
it is a valuable and necessary evil for thriving in the creative community. So as one of the most introverted people I know, (laughs) it has taken a lot of time and self-reflection to figure out how to maintain my connections and business without hiding in a dark hole. My goal for you by the end of this mini-sode is for you to find a way that makes networking less of a daunting task and, you know, more of an overall enjoyable experience, even if you don't really like it. That's okay. You don't have to like it, but you can be good at it. (laughs) Before you attend any kind of social function, networking event, you know, mixer, whatever, wherever you're going to be, I recommend doing your research. When you're socially introverted, social media is your best friend. It allows you to build relationships from the safety of your home. And (laughs) I can't tell you how many wonderful women I've connected with over Instagram that I didn't meet in person until months later. And you know what? By then, it was like meeting an old friend and it was so much fun and so easy. They're called social networks for a reason. Not only do you get to network from your couch, but you also expand your reach beyond what you would normally do at a typical networking event. I think it's crazy how many people I would never have met in real life if it weren't for social media. I mean, honestly, I'd probably have a whole different career. (laughs) Okay, so before you have to attend a social function or a networking event that's causing you stress, I give you full permission to be a total creeper. Let your inner lurker unleash. You know what I'm talking about. Don't pretend like you haven't Instagram stalked business competitors, old friends, ex-boyfriends, you know, etc. We all do it. But you can use this lurking to your advantage. We've talked a lot about how so many people put a picture-perfect curated life on social media, but we also know that that's bullshit. So If you're going to an event where you know the guest list, try doing a bit of research before you go. I don't say this because you should walk up to a stranger and be like, hey, I saw your daughter had a dance recital last weekend. How was it? No, don't be a fucking creep. But you can use social media research to find things that you have in common and then mentally prepare some small talk instead of going into it blind. I think that's one of the things that stresses people out the most about networking is the unknown. It's almost like a blind date or a cold call. And we as a species like to be prepared for situations. We feel more confident when we know what the fuck we're getting ourselves into. So even if you don't really technically know anyone at the event you have coming up, you can mentally trick yourself into feeling more connected than you actually are. As a general rule, it's also a good idea to take a friend. Of course, I like to make sure that, you know, whoever I invite will receive some benefit from the event so they're getting something out of it and they're not just there to be my safety net. (laughs) But be careful with who you take with you. If you grab another extremely introverted person, the chances are you'll spend the entire night plastered to a wall just talking to each other. And what's the point of that? Grab one of your more outgoing friends who can kind of act as a buffer for you and the new people in the room. Also, 
not really on topic, but I'm just a big believer in safety for women because the world is full of creeps and there's safety in numbers. And, you know, I know I'm paranoid, but you never know. (laughs) Okay. Next, when in doubt, ask questions. If you're struggling with small talk, ask and listen. People love to talk about themselves. Love it. It's just a fact. And if you can engage them by asking questions and expressing interest in learning more about them, they will be quicker to open up and, you know, take the pressure off of you to carry the conversation. But here's the most important part of this strategy. You ready? Listen to the answers. I'm going to go a little off topic here, but this is important info to keep on hand. One of the most positive traits of a successful and charismatic leader is how they listen. It's called focus charisma. It's someone who listens intently and makes people feel respected and heard like Oprah. Everybody loves Oprah. You need to be present in the moment when engaging with others. So if you're going to use this technique of asking questions, be prepared to receive and respond to the answers. I will be the first person to admit that I'm terrible at this because it it takes intentional effort. How many times have you been introduced to someone and then immediately forgot their name? I do it all the freaking time and I hate it. At a networking or an industry event, look the person in the eye when you shake their hand and repeat their name. Try to repeat it a few more times just to solidify it in your brain, but also to help create that authentic, engaging connection with the person you're talking to. Another really helpful tip when getting ready for a networking event is to just tell yourself the right things. If you guys haven't read Originals uh, by Adam Grant, you should jump on it. I'll put a link in the show notes. But in the book, he explores public speaking and feelings of nervousness. When people told themselves that they were excited about speaking, Their delivery was better than when they had told themselves they were nervous. So by recontextualizing your feelings, you can affect your performance. Which, you know, public speaking, yes, is a performance. Networking, it is in its own way. When in doubt, you can always just do Jack Donaghy's pump-up speech from 30 Rock before you enter the room. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Well, buddy, here we go. Bottom of the ninth. Base is loaded. It's winning time, you magnificent son of a bitch. You go in there and show those turds who's boss. Make mommy proud of her big boy because he's the best. Just do it. Is it in you? I'm loving it. Or something to that effect. Your choice. Fun fact, I used to be in a bowling league with some of my coworkers at my corporate job. And I made them do that pump-up speech before every game. And it worked. I swear it worked. Okay. And of course, one of the best things you can do is to follow up afterwards and help solidify that connection. I once went to a, a Darling dinner from by Darling Magazine here in San Diego, and I met so many lovely creative women. But with so many people in one room, it's a lot to take in. The real networking came afterwards when we connected via social media. See, it all goes back to networking via 
Instagram or, you know, whatever platform your choice is. Posting pictures on social with the event hashtag or by tagging the host is a great way to connect after the event's over. We all shared our pictures and became, you know, quote unquote friends online. Plus, the personal follow-up, even if it's just a DM, helps show your new connections that you really did enjoy meeting them and that this isn't a one-night stand or whatever the business equivalent of that is. So give yourself a break if you're not a social butterfly. I like to say I'm the most introverted social butterfly there is, (laughs) but you can still network like an extrovert and build connections that'll help grow your business. You just have to do what feels comfortable for you. Um, If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend the TED Talk or the book by Susan Cain, The Power of Introverts. Actually, I think the book title is Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking. Uh, But I'll link that in the show notes too. Being an introvert can be a powerful and wonderful thing. And while you might feel like it holds you back uh, socially, I hope that using some of these tips will help you see it's really not that bad. Just like everything else in life, if you're organized and prepared, it'll make it so much easier. Okay, my friends, that is it from me this week. If you enjoyed today's tiny mini-sode, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and a review, preferably a good one. And of course, show notes will be up on prettyokpodcast.com. That's pretty okay, okay, podcast.com. And you can find me over on Instagram at pretty okay podcast. Okay, guys, I hope you have the best week ever. Keep up the good work, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Mm-hmm.